0: for an opening passage of Scripture, Ephesians chapter 4. Are we all here as one man this morning? Amen. Are we going to be attentive to the reading and explanation of the Word of God? As Nehemiah chapter 8 described to us last night in our reading, what a wonderful chapter. Acts chapter 2, they were all in one place, of one accord. The Lord willing, we can be that today ourselves. Ephesians chapter four, I'd like to read the first six verses to you. Our beloved brother Paul in prison. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Amen. 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 What is your vocation? Some of you think that you're commercial loan officers. Some of you think you're financial analysts. Some of you think you're nurses. But what is your vocation that counts? Because these little earthly part time jobs that we have are quite irrelevant to the vocation of verse 1 of Ephesians chapter 4, and that is to be a son of God. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, we are called and given a vocation of being the sons of God, and we want to live up to that. And the description here of living up to our vocation, this is our job description. That's what a vocation is. It's your job. Here it is. With all lowliness. All lowliness. Condescend to men of low estate and get down off your high horse and get down and serve and love others. As the Bible teaches. The Lord Jesus Christ, descended from glory, who was in the form of God and thought it not robbery to be equal with God, came and took upon himself the role of a servant and became a servant to us. So we can get down with all lowliness, it says, not just with some lowliness, holding back to protect yourself, but with all lowliness and meekness. That means when other people offend you or hurt you, it doesn't matter one bit to you. You just keep right on because it doesn't really matter what they do to you. Meekness. You're not in a self-defense mode. With long-suffering, when they hurt you and it causes you to suffer, you'll do it for a long time. You can put up with the abuses and injuries that others cause you without it bothering you. This is this is our job description. This is how to be great sons of God because God our Father wants a happy family. He wants a happy family at the table and supper of his son, and he wants a happy family when we open our mouths to praise him because he wants us to glorify God with one mind and one mouth as Romans 15 verses 5 through 7 are going to teach us. So it's with all lowliness, and it's with meekness, and it's with long-suffering forbearing one another. We put up with what people do to us forbear. The definition of that word means to overlook and, and not worry about what other people do to you and just put up with it. You know, you say, all these terms here almost sound like the same thing. Does that mean anything to you? When they almost all sound like the same thing, it's the hardest thing for us to do. And so the Lord repeats it himself several times to us here. Now that second verse, all lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, that's real love. Real love is not warm and fuzzy feelings. Real love is not a card on your birthday. Real love is not an anniversary cake. Real love is putting up when somebody else disappoints you, hurts you, frustrates you, irritates you, offends you. You love them anyway. And you serve them anyway. And you get down with them anyway. And you suffer. Endeavoring, and this is what it's toward, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. We want a church that is unified in spirit and a church that is in peace. And that peace should be a bond that binds us all together in the Lord Jesus Christ that we are all at peace with each other. Because we all ought to be together as one body, one man, one voice, one heart, one judgment, because there's, there is only one body, one true body of the Lord Jesus Christ, one spirit. There's not two spirits. There's one. There's one. We're called in one hope of our calling. There's only one heaven. There's only one way to get there. There's only one time when we're going to go there in our bodies at the resurrection day. There's one Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. There's one faith, the faith of the apostolic religion of the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's one baptism, baptism by immersion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, given by authority from the apostles to the present day. There's only one God and Father of all who is above all, through all and in you all. So we ought to be entirely united. These issues here are not matters of Christian liberty. These issues here are issues and matters of apostolic gospel doctrine. And so we want to be together in them. This is your calling. And I appreciate those that are nurses and those that are financial analysts and commercial lending officers, but this is our real vocation. This is our real calling to live as the sons of God. Those other jobs are just necessary evils. And once you let them get outside the fact that they're necessary evils, you've made a mistake in the role your job should have in your life. The real calling is right here. That is just to keep us alive and close on our back so that we can serve the Lord until He comes for us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, O Lord God, our Father in heaven, the one God and Father of all, who is through all and He's in us all, We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that Thou hast sent Thy Holy Spirit to indwell us. And He is one Spirit, and yet He's in all of us. And we have one hope of our calling, and we have one Lord Jesus Christ. And there is only one faith, and there is only one baptism. Though there be many faiths and many baptisms made up by men, we know there is only one. Heavenly Father, we have come together today as one man, with one mind and one mouth to glorify Thee accept our worship. Right. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that we know Thee, the God of all flesh, the God of creation, who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and there is none like unto him, right. in heaven or in earth, or beneath the earth. We thank thee for thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, without whom we have no hope of eternal life. We thank Thee for His death on the cross of Calvary, for the forgiveness of our sins and the bringing in of a new hope and consolation and comfort for us sinners. We thank Thee for the Holy Spirit that has regenerated us and has inspired the Scriptures for our learning and has raised up gifts in His church and who is with us this day indwelling us, directing us, empowering us, and leading us. And Heavenly Father, we ask for a greater measure that we might be filled with all the fullness of God, and that we might perceive and understand and comprehend with all saints the breadth and the height and the depth and the length of the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. Right. Our Father in heaven, we are thankful for the word of God that you have inspired for us, preserved to our generation in the King James Bible. We're thankful for the understanding that you've given us of its pages and words. And we're thankful, Heavenly Father, you've put conviction in our heart to care for it, to humble ourselves before it, and to want to keep it in this assembly. We are thankful for this church, these called out sinners that have been saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and put together in one place and fashioned and formed into one body, whereby every part and every joint, if it's doing its part and supplying what it has, can edify this body until it grows up to the full measure of the stature of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is our goal, and that is our prayer. This day, Heavenly Father, that all that is done will be to the use of edifying in this assembly, that we will be built up together in the most holy faith. We're thankful for this beautiful day that is called the Lord's Day. We are thankful for health and strength to be here. We are thankful, Heavenly Father, for the protection and liberties and the freedom that you've given us in this country to worship this way. We are thankful that you have protected us from the powers of darkness and we pray that you will yet deliver us from Satan who is able to take us captive at his will unless you grant us repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. O Lord, we do not want to give place to the devil in our lives nor do we want to give Satan an advantage. Help us to be those that rule our anger and defer our anger and do not let the sun go down upon it. Let us be those that forgive most easily with all lowliness of mind and forbearance toward others, that we give the devil no place. Heavenly Father, sanctify this worship, that it will be acceptable in thy sight. Bless us in everything that we say and do. Lead and direct our minds and keep us. Heavenly Father, help us to gird up the loins of our minds and direct our affections and incline our hearts and our minds according to thy word as we worship thee this morning. We are thankful. For all that thou hast done for us. And Heavenly Father we bless thee. We bless thee and thank thee for thy son the Lord Jesus Christ. We bless thee for the great work of grace. That you have done to take us. Rebel sinners. And bring us here this day. We thank thee for the table. The supper of the Lord Jesus Christ. By which we remember his death. Till he comes. We're thankful for the plain description of it. In your word. We're thankful that you have taken care of all those little issues of life and you've given us the order from heaven that we should agree to disagree on all the things that do not matter and you have told us that there's only one thing and we need to agree upon it and all the things that do matter, which we have just read. Oh, Lord, be with us now. We're thankful to be here. We're thankful to be your sons. We want to fulfill our vocation and calling. Bless us with the strength of your spirit. Stir us up this day by all that we do. Help us to receive two new members. Help us together with those two members to worthily partake of the supper of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in His name that we commit ourselves to Thee this day, thanking Thee for our country and government, praying for its preservation, thanking Thee for the forgiveness of sins, thanking Thee for this church, and praying for the preservation of all Your churches and kingdom in every place. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. With one mind and one mouth, let's glorify God.